the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Mel. I'm Matt. And I'm Robin. Woo! Yay, we did it! Yay! <laughs> all that practice that I made you practice every night this week, guys, it was all <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I stayed up so late every I was night. just practicing. Am I after Claire or am I before? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> And I'm stars. Canadian like Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I wish you were Canadian Prime you Minister wish. Justin Trudeau. Uh, that is our guest, uh, uh, another Matt, uh, Matt A. Hi, Matt. Hey. Hey. How are you? Thanks for coming back. Hey, back at you. Hey. <laughs> Should explain. Uh, I've, we've been, uh, me and uh, Matt and Robin have been learning all about Canadian politics this week um, as part of our education. And as I told uh, Matt and Mel, I've never been so interested in Canadian politics now that they have a super hot new prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, guys! Oh, thank you. Thank we're, you. We're pretty proud of them. <laughs> he even has like an awesome kind of Pacific Northwest Canadian tattoo. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations say, gonna... on scoring such a hottie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to close the uh, chat window so I don't stare at that diesel all through the entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> so, this week, continuing on uh, as our pre Jessica Jones sort of countdown, um, we are covering last week, we talked about David Tennant. This week, we are talking about Kristen Ritter. Um, and we are covering um, another vampire movie. Let's see how it compares to last week's Fright Night. This week, it is Vamps from 2012. Well, it's an original movie. <laughs> and uh, just to let you know, the, the tagline of this movie was Dating Bites. Uh, uh, Vamps 2012 currently has a 5.1 on IMDb. Uh, written and directed by Amy Heckling, who also did Clueless and Fast Times at Richmond High. And then she did this. <laughs> well, she's proud of herself. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find her and rub her nose in this movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Look what you did. <laughs> I have some Bye, very Amy quick Heckling. stats about this movie. Um it had a budget of sixteen million dollars. Oh. Um it opened on one screen. Uh <laughs> it uh the opening weekend was a five hundred and forty eight dollar gross. And uh, all together, it earned in the theaters uh, $2,964. What? Wow. Mm. Yeah, Anchor Bay bought this movie when it was in production and pretty much shit-canned it, I think. <laughs> well, I should say as well, like, talking about the movie, I haven't got them written down, but at the start of the movie, we get all the, you know, the, the studio and, you know, all the logos of everything, and I was sitting there thinking, I haven't heard of a single one of these. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've right. never seen anything with any of these logos on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I never even knew that this film existed until Defenders Podcast when we were talking about Daredevil. Oh, yeah, I was really looking forward to this movie coming out. I heard about, I was like, Amy Heckerling, she's said Clueless, Fast Times, it's awesome. Like, I can't wait to see a vampire comedy from her, and it's going to start Alicia Silverstone, that's great. And I heard yeah. Sigourney Weaver's going to be in, all these people, I heard all these different people going to be in, and I was super excited. There's also, yeah. weirdly... Cousin I, Matthew. Oh, <laughs> yes, damn you, Cousin Matthew. Is this, is this why Matthew? he left? What? Who's Cousin Matthew? Dan Stevens. Oh, yeah. I don't watch that. Down to Abby for this. Look, look he, oh. will, he will always be um, the guest in my heart from the movie The Guest. But we'll, we'll talk about Dan Stevens <laughs> later. Um, I have to say as well, with this movie, like when you get movies that are really big bombs, um, you know, you usually get like a lot of trivia about them. 
on IMDb and stuff because of stories about how they, you know, why they went wrong and all this. There's like very little trivia about this movie. I didn't even write yep. any of it down because there was no point. Like it I was came really out surprised. and nobody talked about it. Yeah, no, like it's just nothing <laughs> about it. Um, I'm gonna hey, run through. Hey guys, hey you guys, I love this movie. <gasps> Are you kidding? Uh, I, at first I was ambivalent, but by the time I saw Taylor Negron's head in a dumpster, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. I was going to say, guy. I was ambivalent, yes. but by the time I watched it for the tenth time, I kind of loved it. It's like me um, with, with Stephen King's It, you know, you just become desensitized to it, and then you love it. And then uh, Wallace Shawn is Van Helsing, I'm like, okay. And then Dan Stevens is his son, I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> Matt actually messaged me and just went, Dan Stevens is Wallace Shawn's son, this movie is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't lie, we we got about five minutes into it, and we're like, yeah, you think we can get get away with turning it off and like <laughs> looking up the plot in IMDb afterwards or Wikipedia? <laughs> but then we were drinking wine, so we kind of like got comfortable. Oh, good. Ouch, and we were like, ah, I guess we'll keep watching. Uh, Remote all the way over there. You, you're very dedicated, guys, and I applaud that you are such dedicated defenders, and it makes me very proud. I'm like shedding a single tear right now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm proud of myself, but... Well, before we get into the movie, I should actually mention some news from this week in regards to all things Defenders. Um, there's not really been any, been any big news apart from less than two weeks till Jessica Jones, guys! Yay! Yay! What um, is that? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, kind of sounds pretty cool. Um, I think the only news I've really seen this week was... There's, uh, in regards to Marvel, was that they've released some stills of, um, there were some stills released of Jessica Jones, which are a little bit spoilery. I posted them on the Facebook group, but I would say avoid them if you don't want any spoilers. They're not super spoilery, but I don't know. Um, but they released some stills, um, uh, some photos that someone took on set of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. And um, Chiatel Edgier Four as uh, Wait, Aaron Wardo. Just Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's in it. He's just gonna turn up and go. People are strange when you're a stranger. Oh my God, they have to play that song in the film. That would be amazing. Oh, worse. Oh, Benedict Strange. <laughs> strange strange. Days yeah. For you. So. Any chance of saying? Uh, but the the photos don't really reveal anything. He's in Tibet. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch looks beardy. Cheer <laughs> four looks looks cool. That's about it, really. So yeah. Um. So that's the news for this week. Boop, 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 boop. That was my news show. Music. <laughs> I don't know. Zip zap zap it boo. Zip zap boop boop. I like scatting to introduce the news. We should be quick. Skip Oh, oh no, we have to save that for the Luke Cage podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, by the way, guys, something I don't think <laughs> I mentioned on the podcast before is, um, I don't know if you guys know, but Luke Cage is, so as you know, Daredevil was filmed under the codename of Bluff, because of obviously Blind Man's, uh, Blind Man's Bluff. Uh, Jessica Jones it was filmed under Violet, because purple is very important in it. And Luke Cage is being filmed under the codename of Tiara, because in the comics, Luke Cage wore a tiara, and this made me so happy. Uh, <laughs> Codename Tiara. Oh, awesome. Nice. Uh, so, Vamps stars. I'm just going to run through some of the cast quickly. So, Alicia Silverstone as Goody. Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones, yay, as Stacey. Yay. Sigourney Weaver as Cicerus, and I kept her name, so I kind of called her Siggy in my notes, so I might call her Siggy at some point. 
Um, <laughs> apparently, this was originally going to be Michelle Pfeiffer, but she turned the role down. Uh, Taylor Negrin. Probably a good as, move. Uh, yeah. Taylor Negrin as Pizza Guy, which is a bit of a link to Fast Times at Richmond High, which is awesome. Zach Orth as Renfield. Justin Kirk as Vadim. Wallace Shawn as Dr. Van Helsing. Malcolm McDowell as Vlad Tepish, and we'll get to that. Uh, Dan Stevens as Joey, Richard Lewis as Danny, Kristen Johnson like pops up for a, a millisecond as Mrs. Van Helsing, and randomly, um, esteemed indie movie actor Gail Garcia Bernal as Diego Bardem, uncredited, which I love. <laughs> he just yeah. pops up on the TV as like the Spanish pop star and sings. And I was like, hey, it's like, what is it? Like a cross between Diego Luna and Javier Bardem? I, I was like, that's I'm Gail Garcia Bernal, what are you doing in this? So, uh, we are introduced to our main character, Goody, in a montage voiceover of Super Exposition. So, I'm going to run through it kind of quickly. So, we call this Clueless Riff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It was was just info, info, info. And it was like, and I was making my notes go, what, 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 what? And then what happened? Uh, So, she was bitten by a vampire in 1841 by a stem vampire, which means. She could be turned into a vampire, because that can only happen by a stem vampire. You get, like, a weird little picture. It looks like Sherlock Holmes has found his dead body. I was like, okay, what's that all about? Fair enough. Um, We go through the 1880s and 1920s. In the 1960s, she fell in love. In the 1990s, her stem turned Stacy, and Goody took care of her, uh, taught her hypnotic powers and how to eat rats and to use hometown soil in her coffin. And Stacy taught her about email, Napster, and an amazing band called Green Day. (laughs) What's with the hometown soil? They never explained why they need it. I remember it being something to do with, like, like I remember from Dracula, like, he had to be, he was in the boat, and he had to be, like, in a in a thing of his home soil. You yeah, know. I remember like that. There's a few handfuls over I, I, here. Yeah. <laughs> what I, I don't that. understand is when she's like, oh, I need more soil because my back's been killing me. I was like, what? That's what I mean. What's if they don't get hometown hometown soil? What's the repercussions? I, I know of this 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 rule of, from Dracula and Nosferatu, but I have no idea. Yeah, it was like, usually get just, a bad back. It was usually just to, so that you cross water. Was it? But, was it? but I, yeah, they had to be. You know, at least that's a, how I had to do it. So um, it's so she could cross the Hudson into New York. Like what the hell? I have no idea. They probably didn't quite understand the rule themselves. <laughs> That's very strange. I don't know. It's kind of weird because they literally just put in like a little handful of, of like soil in their coffin to sleep in. It's like they should just always keep it in their pants and then they'll, they'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Some, they can sleep anywhere. There's some awesome uh, rule stuff that comes up throughout this movie we'll get to. Even stuff we were la- questioning last week was actually answered in this movie. Which <laughs> is really fun. Okay. Um, so we find out that, for, and I don't understand this either. So for some reason, Goody and Stacy have been going to college since like becoming vampires, and Goody has 10,000 credits. And this is something I never understood from Twilight, and I want to reiterate for the listeners and for you guys, I am not a Twilight fan. <laughs> I have just seen the first... No, I've seen the first two movies. And I never understand. Excuse me of that. Uh, you're a vampire. Why are you still going to college? Why? You don't need to. So you can meet chicks. But he's... So you can meet chicks. But, but, but they're going to the goth club for that club. I would think you'd always want to learn. Satan or whatever it's called. Club Sinister. <laughs> always learning. You're bored. You want to learn more things. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, why can't they graduate? You don't have to go to the ceremony to get your diploma. Well, yeah, that's true. They can I know, get a diploma I got my online. University diploma, and I didn't go to the ceremony, so. Fuck you, ceremony. I, Matt, are you a vampire? Exactly. 
Are you a vampire, Matt? <laughs> me. Oh my word! Oh my word! He's uh, always dressing like an old, old-timey sheriff. So I, he is. <laughs> he does dress like out of date. Matt, mm. Matt, are, were you turned into a vampire in the days of Deadwood? I'm not, I can't talk any more about it. All right, let's <laughs> right. guys, guys, breaking news. Uh, I'm a bit scared. Uh, we might have a full-on, uh, you know, psy vampire in our midst. What <laughs> happens to them? Why can't we later. record a vampire's voice when we can't record their image? Well, mm. but maybe mm. when we listen back, then that's a guess. <laughs> Whoa! You should cut so... that out of the podcast, just for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and truncate silence, Matt. <laughs> uh, get, noise, get, get noise profile of Matt's voice. No offense, <laughs> but I don't want to be here for two hours just to get cut out. Aww. Oh, we'll just have you, uh, everything you said at the end is a little bonus. <laughs> so we are... Two uh, hours, that's nothing, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Matt. So we introduced the Goody and Stacy in their apartment with their coffins. Um, I put, why do they have doll heads everywhere? Because there's just random doll heads They're everywhere. I thought that was weird. Uh, Stacy puts the table over Goody's coffin as a hilarious sure. practical joke. Uh, and, uh, Stacey in her coffin has all pictures of Michael J. Fox, Matt Dillon, and the font. <laughs> oh, was that, was that Henry Winkler? I thought it was, I thought it was Michael Landon. I thought it was Henry Winkler! Oh, <laughs> no, that was Henry Winkler. Well, was I, it? Just, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't tell. I thought it was the I saw Michael J. Fox, I couldn't, she rec- Fox, she, um, I couldn't tell She references Happy Days later, so that's why I was like, oh, it was the font. Yeah. Oh. But it would be great if it was Michael Landon and she was like all nostalgic over like Highway to Heaven or whatever he was in. The yes. House on the Prairie and his his flowing mane of hair. That's Michael Landon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and even though Goody is hundreds of years old, she still can't put on lipstick. Well, without a yeah. mirror, it's probably hard. That's a great gag. No! Do you know, all right, okay, guys, I'm going to reveal something. In my notes, I put a little asterisk every time I, I, I raised a smile or I chuckled. There's no asterisk <laughs> next to that note. <laughs> I will tell you when there is an asterisk. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little ding noise. Um, yeah, I was like, but why can't she put on lipstick? She's hundreds of years old. And, like, this is, like, one of the weird things with Goody's character is that she seems almost as like ditzy and young as Stacy in this film, whereas Goody's like hundreds of years old and Stacy's forty. I found that kind of unbelievable considering that she used to have children and stuff. Like Yeah. Like, it's kind of like she should have had a bit more maturity to her. Yeah. Yeah. I found it strange that their STEM I can't even remember the name. It's going that yes, yeah, that she never revealed how old Goody was to Stacy. Like yeah, it's, I, I mean it would be something that she would say without even thinking. Like she's not a, a person who keeps a secret for yeah. That's a side plot that never pays off. There's a lot of things that never pay off. She's gonna find out what's gonna happen. Nope, it was all it doesn't matter. It was all a setup for a joke about the History Channel only showing World War II footage. <laughs> it, that was the entire that plot was it. just and to it was pay like, off oh, that joke. Okay, fair enough. I knew uh, you couldn't know all that about history because the History Channel only shows World War II films. No, it doesn't show the history of <laughs> Times Square and stuff. Exactly. And this random little building in Manhattan. Uh, I, I put in my notes, I'm jealous of their Bangles poster on the door because I used to love Bangles. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I wish you had a poster in your room. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I just have posters of the Canadian Prime Minister instead. <laughs> <laughs> do you have posters of me? What? <laughs> um, also, 
also, they've got lots of, like, not only have they got lots of doll heads hanging around, they've also got lots of signs that say, like, high voltage and radiation. And I was like, what's that all about? It's kind of weird. I don't know. There was some very weird set design in this apartment. Um, so they're going to college, they swap shoes, and then they decide to race to the ground outside the building. And what did you guys think of this effect? That's and, really uh, uh, Yeah. It's more backwards legs. Ah. Good like runs like, down the stairs super fast, and then, like, Stacy, like, yeah, because she kind of does, like, the crab from The Exorcist, yeah. you know, where Reagan's <laughs> like, ah, running downstairs. But, like... It might be one of the best effects in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Damning with faint praise. I honestly think they were... Because they have, like, all these clips of old movies throughout throughout the film. You know, like, kind of classic um, cinema. They talk about Chaplin, and they show, like, Salvador Dali's um, film later. And all this... I, I honestly thought they were trying, to, with the effects, to do, like, a Ray Harryhausen thing with the stop motion, particularly with the skeleton at the end. But it doesn't yeah. really work when they also have, like, CG, CGI stuff in it, like when their mouth stretch, you know, like the vampire effect, because they've got this weird mix of CGI and stop motion look, and it, it just doesn't work, like the mix of both. It just makes it look like bad special effects, I think. Yeah. I was trying to put my finger... You can't have it all, Amy. Uh, my name's Claire. I'm not sure. Claire Devil, thank you very much. Oh, the director. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's not. I, I knew who you meant, Robbie. What, what are you on about? What are you? Okay. I was uh, just saying so, what the heckling. That's all. <laughs> oh, how long have you been planning that? Like how many weeks? Come oh on. gosh. <laughs> I actually brought this movie up in order to work that joke into the podcast somehow. Oh, <laughs> but I believe it. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. So Goody and Stacy go to work at the exterminators, and my notes for this scene are. Oh, look at the little puppet rat's little feet sticking up in the air. <laughs> because she's holding a little was, rat and it's adorable. When they started using rats as juice boxes, I was like, ah, oh, I really want to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when she put this, when Stacy put the straw in the rat and drank it, I put a little asterisk because it did make me laugh. I was like, look at the juice box. Aww. That made me laugh. Uh, where's your sense of humor, Matt? Where's your childlike whimsy? <laughs> Where's the, where's the sense whimsy. of sticking straws in rats' jugglers and drinking their blood? Yeah. <laughs> whimsical. Uh, and then we get a weird joke about this dead rat because the artificial sweetness gave him cancer. Okay. Uh, and then they get summoned by Cicerus and they try to distract themselves by talking about who is the smartest person on TV. So I'm going to throw it out to you guys. Smartest person on TV. Is it House or is it Frylock? Who's Frylock? Apparently he's some kind of flying chip or something. Yes. <laughs> is he from, like, Aquatine Hunger Force? Oh. I, oh, I didn't know that reference. Oh, yeah, that is an Aquatine Hunger Force. But he's the fries with the goatee. Is he super smart? Oh, I'm just going to say House so we can get past this. <laughs> I don't think House is that smart. I just think, like, Mulder, he has a personal genie uh, that, like, solves things for him. You're wrong about Never, never. Uh, so then we're walking through Times Square, and I um, we get two things that actually made me smile in this, which is that they say, Stacey says that Times Square looks like a bunch of TVs threw up, and I was like, yes, yes, it does. And we also get about at least two dozen people spiking the camera, which is hilarious, because <laughs> they obviously didn't have the budget to clear Times Square, so all these people are like, huh? I think that's Alicia Silverstone. So it's amazing. It was hardly noticed at the end of the movie. <laughs> I don't know, but blondes all look the same to you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know either. Either though, yeah. I was like, uh huh. Oh man, I had such a mad crush on her back when I was uh, when I was a young lad. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Oh, the what? crush. When the crush came out, actually, speaking of crushes. <laughs> oh, was it the crush? Oh, boy. <laughs> she's just got this little way she smiles. I don't know. What about in Batman she's, and Robin? She's Robin? very, um... Well, that's that was a bad uh, film for her, yeah. but I mean, Clueless is a classic, and oh, oh yeah, great. she's she's very know, she's got great comic timing. She's very sweet and beautiful, and I don't know why she doesn't have a a bigger career. She 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 needs like a TV vehicle, I think. Mm, yeah, Grey's Ana- Anatomy kind of. Uh, she tried a couple show. things. She had Mismatch for a season. Uh, something else too. But I think she needs something like a TV thing where she's not the lead. I think then she yeah. would shine better if it was a, co- a comedic thing where she's not the lead. I think she'd be really great. Cause she That's what I was thinking. Time. I was thinking like a, uh, a Grey's Anatomy sort of scenario where she's the lead character, but it's enough of an ensemble that it doesn't uh, yeah, in an depend too much on her. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Hey, Marvel Netflix, get on it. <laughs> we know you're listening. I thought she wasn't something like that. I'm looking it up right now. I don't know. She probably was, but she's not right now. But. She do the baby bird thing. Is that yeah, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I have no idea what that is. I have against her. She she chewed food for her baby and what? spit it in her baby's mouth. Yeah. What is this a yeah. real thing? Yes. Yeah. Is it part of a TV series or this is actually no, just part, part, part of her real life? Oh my word! I don't like okay, that well, at all. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's that closer again. than drinking a wrap juice box. Ugh. No, it's that's no, it's not. But so later on, she's spitting in guys' chests as well, and it's all about spitting enzymes. And I was like, no, stop it, don't. Stop regurgitating into people's chests. <laughs> 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 she's so just stop regurgitating. I don't like it. Uh, so we arrive at Sisyphus. Sis- I keep going to say Sisyphus, and I'm like, no, she's not the, the mythical, mythological oh, Ripley. person. Uh, she easier. arrives at, at Ellen Ripley's apartment and. <laughs> And, um, and all we find out that all vampires wear goth eye makeup, apparently, because every single vampire wears goth eye makeup in this, apart from Malcolm McDowell. And I like to think that he was just like, I'm not wearing fucking makeup. No, I, put in my I put in my dues <laughs> for that already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really, really want to think that's the reason he's not wearing it. I don't think Michael McDowell, or, yeah, um, what's his name? Malcolm McDowell has standards. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, yeah, true. I he was a like- girl. <laughs> He pretty much seems to take every gig that comes along. I just I think he would take any gig, but he drew the line at wearing goth makeup. He's like, I'm Malcolm McDowell. I'm not seems like a strange place to draw the line. Where he's <laughs> like in a restaurant uh, kitchen, and I'm, I was immediately reminded of his role on Heroes. Is he in Heroes? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah he's Underman, one of the one of the main people. I don't um, remember. Was he a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, he's bad. I just think of him as Alex from Clockwork Orange. Mm. He wore makeup in that. You're right. Why is it? Why? Why doesn't he want to wear makeup? You only did one eye. You do two in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I draw the line at two eyes. Nope. <laughs> I will let you do one eye in this movie, like my classic role in Clockwork Orange. Um, but Matt, Drink the milk. You're meant to be a vampire. You're meant to have like goth makeup on both eyes. No. You can only do one eye. I am Malcolm One Eye Makeup McDowell. I will not do it. Okay, well we'll just Can I at least chase somebody around with a ceramic penis in this one? Can I can <laughs> I kick someone to death while singing singing in the rain? No, Malcolm, it's not that kind of film, I'm afraid. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just gonna sit here and do my knitting then. You're gonna have to write it into my character, I don't care. <laughs> Oh, this is my new canon for this film in my brain. Yeah. Okay, so enter Sigourney Reaver. Uh, she wants them to try on the new fall line, and uh, it's kind of weird because she says to them, are you telling me about being young? So I was like, like Sigourney Reaver is gorgeous, but was this meant to be a younger actress, do you think? Like around the same age as 
Um, at least she's still the same Kristen Ritter, because it seems weird that she's like, oh, I've been young for years. Well, didn't she say it was Michelle Pfeiffer originally? Yeah, it just seems weird, like, they wouldn't cast a younger actress. Yeah. I, I just got the feeling she was in delusion about how, how uh, young she looks. Oh, true. Yeah, because she can't see her reflection, I guess. So, I guess if she only sees these guys trying on her <laughs> outfit, she thinks she's as young as them, but... Uh, I like seeing uh, stand-up comedian Todd Berry in the mix here. <laughs> like, uh, yes. I was like, I recognize that guy. He's a comedian, but I couldn't remember who it was. <laughs> um, and then uh, Pizza Guy shows up. I like the, the, the detail of the Nosferatu shadow on the wall as she walks <laughs> to the door. Uh, and then we get Pizza Guy, who's the same Pizza Guy from Last Times at Richmond High, who delivered pizza to Sean Penn. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, all pieces, literally. Sean Penn died? <laughs> Taylor Nager just died recently. Did he? Mm-hmm. I thought you meant like his character in this, where he actually did rest in <laughs> pieces. Oh, well, I think he stayed whole um, <laughs> in real life. He was actually killed by a vampire in real life. Yeah. Terrible. So, uh, Goody and Stacey go to a goth night at a club. Um, it's Club Sinister, I think. Um, and uh, they've changed clothes, and they're discussing Cicero, so I'm assuming... After leaving Cicerus's apartment, they went home, changed clothes, and are now only discussing Cicerus and didn't discuss her before. Because well, I thought it was hey. weird that she never had the conversation with them about not being able to see herself in the mirror wearing pretty clothes. Mm. Like, how long have they known each other? Like, oh, there's a lot ha- of things like that. Like when it's like now they're having this conversation. Yeah, and like Stacy and, and Goody ask each other stuff, and I'm like, we've known each other for twenty years, and they're like, oh, so like. You know, what did you do before you were a vampire? Like, why haven't you asked this before? (laughs) And I also had a hard time figuring out if Renfield knew they were vampires or not. I had no idea if they did or not. Yeah, it seemed to kind of go back and forth about if he knew or not. It felt like there was a lot of deleted bits with him in because, I, yeah, I had no idea. And why call him Renfield if... I mean, well, they have a few characters referenced named after characters in Dracula. Like, they have him called Renfield and they have uh, Quincy later. Um, but it just seemed weird, like... like uh, I mean, seemed, seemed out of place unless he's, like, purposely calling himself Renfield just because he's uh, lackey for vampires and that's not his real name. Maybe. But I don't see why he's in it. Like, he, he literally could be cut out of this film and it would make yeah. no difference. It's, which would be a shame because I like this, this actor, but it, I don't know why he's in it. Um, so they're at the Club Sinister, which is kind of actually looks a lot like a club I used to go to called Club Antichrist. Uh, <laughs> Did they the, dance that good too? The, the goth industrial fetish club. Uh, uh, well, you didn't really dance so much in Club Antichrist as just kind of throw your arms around. It was <laughs> mostly Rob Zombie. It was called Club Antichrist. It was a monthly thing. It was pretty awesome. Oh, I just um, want to know your goth days. Oh my uh, God, it's so intrigued me. <laughs> 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 I uh, I'll, tell a, I'll tell a story from Club Antichrist. Well, I might have told you guys before. One Halloween I went and and there was a guy, and his costume was as a, uh, a cadaver, and he painted himself blue, and then he had um, autopsy scar down his chest and a little toe tag, and that was his costume. He was completely naked apart from that, and uh, he was just having a good time. And um, and then later on, we saw him hanging out in um, one of the rooms, um, sitting on one of the sofas, and he had a little naked friend. And we were like, oh, he's found a little naked friend. Oh, bless. <laughs> My days in Club Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're showing uh, Metropolis by Fritz Lang, classic film from 1927, which is very cool. Um, they have a lot of references, as I said, to sort of uh, films from the 20s, 30s. And we get a uh, joke that, that I saw coming a mile away, which was someone offers to buy a drink and they say, we never drink dot, 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 mojitos. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. Because yeah. it's like Gary Oldman in Dracula. He's like, I never drink dot 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 wine. <laughs> okay. We well, get it. Yeah. Are you a vampire? <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, so Ren- felt so bad. You see, like Alicia Silverstone and Kristen Ritter, like they're having so much fun doing this. And oh yeah. Most both be like thinking like this is going to be the next big thing, you know? Amy yeah. And I, a lot of people seem to have a lot of fun making this film, and yeah, you know, like Justin Kirk later is just camping it up to eleven, you know, and yeah, it's just like, uh, but um, but Matt I enjoyed it, so there you go. Well done, hey, yeah, I did. <laughs> not, I'm not there yet. This is still okay. the first like 20 minutes where it's like, ooh. You're still going. Hmm. Jokes are jokes are landing with a thud. <laughs> yeah. Pace is very slack, and I'm like, well, oh, okay. Maybe it'll get better. And then, uh, yeah, Taylor Negron loses his head, and it's like, okay, <laughs> this movie is bad, but I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna enjoy it. But you're on the on the train. And all, it, on the bad all it's train. badness. <laughs> I'm on the bad train to to Badville. Uh, so what did you think when uh, Justin Kirk appeared as a Vadim, and we get some very bad <laughs> special effects of him teleporting across the sofa? Hmm. <laughs> you know, Justin Kirk, he he was game for this. Oh, he yeah. was all in, and that's fine. Uh, I still remember him as a. I think his character was Andy from Weeds. I never yeah, liked he was him Andy in Weeds. So. Uh, I call it the, be, uh, he'll always be prior from Angels in America to me, but I do I do like him as an actor. Oh yeah, that's he's good at playing true. like he's good at playing irritating characters. Um, yeah, he's doing the voice of Count Count from Sesame Street in this, um, which is quite entertaining. <laughs> uh, and he asks, "Full name's Count Count, really? His name's Count Count." <laughs> Is that his name, isn't it? I thought his name was Count Count. I don't know. Because he's a count and he counts. <laughs> Matt and Mel, you're the Muppets fans. I don't know. I always thought he was Count Count. I, it sounds familiar, but I can't confirm nor deny. Oh, I need to so. know now. I've gone my yeah. whole. I've gone 35 years of my life thinking he's called Count Count. I'll be really upset <laughs> if he's not called Count Count. Maybe that's just what you called him when you were little. You were like, like, Count Count. Yeah, because if his surname was like Jones, he'd be Count Jones. But his surname's Count, so he's Count Count. Oh, little Claire's adorable. (laughs) Adorable and stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I'm feeling really sad. Oh. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) That's no. Like, Jim Henson Company, if you're listening, please write to us and tell us. Children's Television Workshop. Please tell me if I'm correct. Uh, so we find out that um, vampire is so cornball, uh, they should be called elf. Extended life form. Uh, no. Uh, Claire, you're very close. <gasps> it's, ca- it's Count Von, ca- von Count. Oh, Count Von Count. I'm so close. Nice. Count Von Count. But often simply known as the Count or Count Count. By Claire, that's right here. Oh, justified. Um, Did you say you just farted? No, I said justified. Oh, <laughs> I was so happy that I was correct that I just let out a fart of joy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounded like. It sounded like you were like, ah, I just farted. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, that's exactly what I said. Look, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not our, our previous guest, Vicky, like burping and farting on our podcast. She does. Oh, we can look forward to that when she guests on Jessica Jones, everyone. Uh, so then, uh, in the Spanish, no, in the Spanish version of Sesame Street, Barrio Sesamo, his name is Conde Draco. Oh, I like that. Conde Draco. Conde Draco. Bernard. <laughs> Bernard Count. <laughs> Count. I am Count Bernard von Count. <laughs> oh, but anyway. So, uh, this is when we find out that if anything happens to a stem, aka Cicerus, um, that the years of the vampires that they have sired will accrue um, if they don't feed on humans. Oh no, I'm sure that won't come back later. Uh, Vadim goes to bite a lady's butt and Goody tells him off. Or Goody warns her off of him and, uh, and hypnotises her to like nice guys uh, by uh, putting her hands up, doing Nosferatu hands and getting uh, thriller Michael Jackson eyes as I called them in my neck, because it's like the eyes at the end of the thriller video. I like that they have this power. I do as well. It's, fun. it's, just, it's a fun gag to play with. And then after after they do the, the thriller eyes, they should always, like, have to do the Vincent Price laugh. <laughs> they should have to look at like, the camera and do in. the Vincent Price laugh. Yeah, oh. she, she like, she, she's like, you, don't, you like nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be delightful. That would be amazing. Oh. Oh, so then we see uh, Goody is dancing and copying others because, again, she's been alive for hundreds of years but doesn't know how to dance. Uh, she's flirting with the drummer. Stacey's flirting with a guy who looks like a zombie. I don't know if he's meant to be a zombie or he's dressed like a zombie. I don't know. It can't, it can't take that long to keep up with the times. I mean, she's got nothing else to do. Why, why is she so far behind still? <laughs> I know, this makes no sense to me. And they also have this, like, ongoing thing through the film, which made me laugh once, which was um, about, like, everyone being distracted by their phones. Like, everyone's constantly mm. texting or on their phones or their iPads, um, oh, which made, made me laugh yeah. once later when they're in the, the bar and the singer is singing and then texting. <laughs> that did make me laugh. The singer's just like, <laughs> into it. she's texting while she's doing her performance. I like that. <laughs> but we kind of get these, I, I, I swear, it's, it's like a lot of these jokes are kind of set up so Amy Heckling can, like, you know, chastise them or write what her thoughts about, like, you know, like, for instance, like the vampire trivia, but also, like, Goody has this rant against phones and technology later on in the movie. Yeah. And it's like, a, you just feel like, yeah, okay, it's funny, but it's like, I know you're you're just trying to tell us what's on your mind. Because Amy yeah. Heckling is gotcha. now a grumpy old lady and is going, oh, you today. <laughs> it's not like she's the first person to have this observation, so it's right. a little stale at this right. point. Uh, I yeah. imagine that if Brad watched this, he would be complaining about these sad sack immortals. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's sick of everything changing. Oh, everything changes all the time and I can't keep up. Oh, exactly. what was me? She is a sad sack immortal because, as I've said, mm-hmm. like, being immortal would be terrible, but, like, do something. Like, go traveling. Go see the... You know what I mean? Like, I know she's learning and stuff, but, like, she stayed in the same place for, like, 200 years. Just go traveling. Go see the world. Do something. I don't know. There are complications. There are travel complications involving her being a vampire. But she could get yeah. a nicer, a nicer travel coffin like uh, Sigourney Weaver gets later. That she shows off. She's probably still need money. Mm, true. Yeah, but then she's a rubbish know. immortal. If you're an immortal, you have no excuse for being poor. That's what I say. No excuse. <laughs> Especially if you have superpowers. Exactly. And you can hypnotize people. Look, come on, Matt. 
You're telling me you can hypnotize people, you're immortal, you have superpowers, and you're still poor. That's rubbish. I'm not saying that to you personally, Matt, as a vampire, because I know you are. Mm. But I'm just saying... Yeah, well, let's just say, hypothetically, if I was a vampire, I wouldn't hypnotize people and steal from them. Because I may be, hypothetically, a vampire, but I'm still a a good person. Oh. And I would have to live with myself for hundreds of years, hypothetically, I'm speaking. You're you're a very moral vampire, a bit like Count Duck. He's a very moral vampire, slash duck. I don't know if you guys have Count Dracula, so that probably is completely nope. lost. But uh, my, I'll really finish this this morning. Count, Count Dracula. He was, shut up. He was a duck, and he got turned into a vampire um, by drinking blood. But it wasn't blood, it was ketchup, like tomato sauce. So now he's a vampire duck that only eats vegetables. See? I'll post it in the Facebook group, vampire don't worry. Duck. What? A vampire duck! <laughs> <laughs> and it's got an awesome, awesome theme tune. I'll post it in the Facebook group. Trust me, all the English listeners at the moment are jumping up and down and cheering and very happy. Uh, anyway, going back to Vance. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is also the first example of Goody being very bad at text speak because, yeah. Yeah. That's, which also fell very flat. So in the next scene, uh, she's at his the drummer's apartment with him, and he's doing coke and won't shut up about stuff, and he gets a nosebleed, and then we get the grossest thing I've ever seen, where she licks the no the blood out of his n- nostril and sticks her tongue through both nostrils and wiggles uh, it around, uh, and I nearly threw up in my mouth. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, like snap oh, a couple times watching. She would have got way more snot than blood. Oh. <laughs> It's so gross. If she went up, she went up into his nasal cavity and then into his sinuses and then out the other side of his nose. Yeah. Also, she has said later she it's has all kinds of enzymes and blood thinners in her spit, so she's just like wiggled her her tongue around in his blood. So that must have some health complications, is what I'm saying for him. Mm. There's all kinds of enzymes in him now, and it's just gross and horrible and snot and. Ugh. Uh, so I just can't imagine nose blood being pr- attractive to anyone. Mm. So no, if it was a, so much time just saying, Robin, Robin, uh, new Canadian Prime Minister with his nose blood. Even his nose blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really like dating this podcast, by the way, by references to the Canadian <laughs> Prime Minister. But I'm, I'm sorry. So Stacey, you guys getting serious? Before we all found out that he was a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's Canadian. He would be... What would he be? He'd be a moose person. Is that what you guys have? Moose people? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Be a beaver. Aww. The, the moose people and the beaver people are at war. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy is floating down the sidewalk because her shoes are suede, apparently, and the sidewalk's wet, even though when we see her shoes, they are not suede. So I don't know what that's all about. And... I look, I notice shoes. <laughs> I notice them. <laughs> We find out they have group tomorrow, and Goody reminisces about when this building they passed was a methadone clinic and a studio and everything going back to the 20s. So we realise that maybe Goody has not been entirely honest about her age to Stacey. And then the birds suddenly start singing as though someone has pressed play on a sound effect, so they run home. Yeah. yeah that's it's right. like all of a you sudden, like... birds sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All of a sudden, in, and it's pitch black as well. So, then we cut to the daytime, and it's a crime scene, and this is when I was like, oh, yay! Because we get Wallace Shawn as, like, a badass homeland security guy, <laughs> like, detective man. Um, and I know this is obviously Matt's favourite scene as well, because this is when we see Pizza Guy's uh, head in a in a carpet. So talk us through it, Matt. 
classic. What do you What do you want to be talked through? Uh, just how how you felt, how your heart sang when you saw that head tumble out of that carpet. I think it was not just the head; it was the head's expression. It was the <laughs> the mouth agape, the, the kind of like ah, kind of. Um, <laughs> And and the hacked up body part. Now that I know that he's dead, that Taylor oh. Negron's dead, but I yeah probably wasn't decapitated. Yeah, um, that was liver cancer. I looked. Though we though we did die in, a, in that guillotine factory. <laughs> That's terrible. I didn't know they they had those guillotine factories anymore. <laughs> I thought it was just magicians that used guillotines and, like, French Revolution reenactment people. So, in the next scene, we are at Sanguine's Anonymous, which actually did make me laugh because I thought that was quite a clever name. It's run by Derek. Hoodie is chatting to Vlad Tepish about ageing, and we have Malcolm McDowell knitting and wearing a medal because he's Dracula. Hey. And Stacey, we get confirmation that Stacey thinks that her and Goody are the same age, and we see a woman drinking a rat in the background, which, again, was delightful. And I wrote in my notes, is that Amber Benson sitting behind Malcolm McDowell? Because there's a woman who looks just like Amber Benson out of Buffy. Robin, I was hoping you would notice this. I did not. No, I have no idea. I will have to check in the credits. I'm just going to say it is. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool, because it would be like a nice little Buffy joke, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, Stacey apparently did lots of E in the 90s, and, uh, Goody saved her life, and I wrote in my notes, so, you have group regularly, you've been to group before because you know Vlad, but you've never told this story before? So again, like you were saying earlier, there's people talking about stuff that you're like, this would have come up before, but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they hold hands and reaffirm. The speech that Stacey gives when she stands up in front of the the group is very much, like, clueless when... Uh, Alicia Silverstone had to stand up in front of the class, and she gave that speech about partying with the Hadians. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It is a bit. Same kind of, like, insipid speech where everyone's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it ends, and literally the group is just the introduction, then Vlad speaks, then Stacey speaks, and then they're like, yeah, and then it, it goes. So they were in there for, like, five mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, uh, was looking at a Coolest article, and they said the Hadian thing was actually Alicia Silverstone didn't know how to pronounce Haitians and actually pronounce that for real. Oh, yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, so we cut back to the apartment. Goody is watching a movie and moisturizing with embalming fluid, which did make me smile. Uh, Stacey's treating her fangs. And yeah, they talk is, about that how one of the things that, what? that that you know they're ahead of us that we were just talking about. Oh that yeah, one. we how were about dental care. Oh, so I like to imagine right now that, that Colin Farrell puts little dental strips on his fangs at night. Oh, and and moisturizes with embalming fluid. That's adorable. You got to make sure one fang isn't more yellow than the other. Yeah, yeah, that looks cool. Uh, and, um, and then because Goody's worried about what she looks like, Stacey does the quickest Photoshop job ever. Now, I don't use Photoshop, but Matt and Mel, mm. I, I, you do. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not that easy. <laughs> and you just happen to go onto the internet and find a photo that looks exactly like Alicia Silverstone anyway. And they go, and just change it, this is like X-Files technology. What they probably did was take a photo of Alicia Silverstone and then warp it and then play yeah. footage in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. And then they, she has a photo of her and then she goes to sleep. So then we're back in college and they are doing film studies, I guess, because they're studying the eyeball scene in Unshian Andalou. I hope I said that correctly, Mel. Uh, which is yep. the, the famous Sal, uh, Salvador Dali film. It's super gross with the slicing of the eyeball. 
Uh, oh. No one else is watching. Have you ever seen that film before, Robin? No, I was completely, like, they cut to that, no pun intended, but they cut <laughs> to that, that film close up, and I was like, Wah! That's also, I, like, I've near, the, that. near the start of the movie, so the fact that they, like, finished the movie about a minute later, I was like, well, where's the rest of it? Because I know that's near the start of it. And it's only a short film, but it's still, you know, longer than that. Sorry, Matt, what I have a say? question. Mm-hmm? Oh, I, my question is, has Robin ever said the phrase, no pun intended, before? Uh, yes. Any, Never. Never. I just I just assume every pun's intended. Sorry. <laughs> he just doesn't know when he's doing them anymore. It's just part of his nature. <laughs> they just come out. <laughs> uh, Matt, what were you going to say? Matt H. Sorry. Uh, oh, I just I've seen that clip before. So as soon as the uh, the thing was held up to the eye, the blade was held up to the eye, covered my eyes. I was like, I've seen this once in my life. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> I got shown it so many times, like while studying art. For some reason, they would always like show us it's this film, and we were like, yeah, hey. I was surprised. Sh- I was surprised they showed it in this movie. Yeah, well, it is a it is a calf's eye. It's not actually a human eye, but it's I know, but it's so fucking. You close. see, you see all the eye, the eye, the eye pus fly out of it. Or yeah. Like, yeah, it's the vitreous liquid or whatever it is. What? What's racist? Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Does racist against calves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Calves. Those those calves, but whatever. Uh, and uh, then we get the introduction of, of uh, what did you call him, Cousin Matthew? Dan Stevens. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he does a little joke. And we think, oh, this is a charming, charming English gentleman. I bet he, like, grew up in London and, you know, studied over there and, you know, has just moved to America and can't possibly have American parents. Oh, we'll find out later. Uh, and uh, they have a little joke. He checks out her breasts, she checks out his juggler, and then he checks out her teeth, her fangs, but still invites her on a date. Okay. Yeah. You would think that at this point he would he would actually realise that she is a vampire, seeing as spoilers, he knows about the existence of vampires. Because I thought, well, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's been sheltered by his parents, the Van Helsings. And no, he he knows about vampires. But okay, it's very strange. Uh, so well, maybe he maybe he's in denial. He's in denial. Like he he sees it, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to see it. Like he unsees it. Like because he's so enamored by Christian. It's like I can't I can't let I can't let my father's thinking influence me. I'm I, I'm thinking like my father's. She didn't really do that. I was mistaken. Maybe maybe he sees vampires everywhere. So you know. Maybe see, maybe he sees vampires as people. Ooh. Are are you people, Matt? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where, why you think I'm a vampire. I don't. <laughs> did I say that I was? Well, would a vampire say that they're a vampire? I'm just. You just act a bit shifty, is all. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. So Goody finds Stacy napping like a bat and has been IMing Joey all night. We get a line about Timmy Hitler, and I wrote okay. And they go to the blood bank to work, and this is when she bumps. Uh, Goody bumps into Danny. Or overhears him and has a flashback to the 70s, and we get the actor in a terrible, terrible wig. So always the wig. Richard Lewis. Oh, Richard Lewis. I only really know him from Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> As the kind of um, fake king slash Prince Humperdinck, which is funny because we had Prince Humperdinck last week. Yeah, I think he's in, he's in um, Arrested Development, maybe, or Curb Your Enthusiasm, one of those. He was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him in anything else. Um, so we find out that uh, he is her ex-boyfriend from the 70s. Um, and uh, she does meet him, but she says that she's Goody's daughter after he mistakes her for Goody. 
So then we get um, Stacy and Joey's first date at his parents' place. And we find out that Wallace Shawn uh, is Dan Stevens' father, <laughs> which I agree with Matt might be the most unbelievable thing in this entire movie. <laughs> Particularly when you see Kirstin Johnson and Wallace Shawn and you go, okay, so that plus that equals that. What? <laughs> All the good stuff shook out. Wow. <laughs> I guess. Um, I, I, I don't know where he got great. the accent from, but... Uh, I don't know. They never explain it. They don't go, oh, yeah, he was over in England for his whole life. I was thinking I missed something. But well, also, Dan Stevens has done American accents in films. In one of my favorite films, The Guest, oh. which, seriously, watch that film. It's great. Uh, he does a, a very convincing that. American accent. And yeah. I should also say at this point, relating to the Defenders, it's kind of weird watching um, these two go on a date because obviously Kristen Ritter is Jessica Jones and, and Dan Stevens is the guy who in my head is like Danny Rand <laughs> if they cast that Iron Fist. And so it's like Iron Fist and Jessica Jones going on a date behind Luke Cage's back. It's kind of really weird. But this is the guy that I would love to play Danny Rand if they cast Iron Fist at any point soon. Please do that, Marvel. We want to know. Yeah, and uh, to get that, you probably have to watch The Guest, because he's not all sort of foppish and English in that. He's kind of American and badass and ripped. Yes. I think he Is would this the only that. scene... I've seen The Guest, by the way. Just oh, cool. That out there. Did you uh, like it? Is this the only... Yeah, it was fine. Is this the only scene that Kristen Johnston... Uh, Kristen Johnston was in? No, because she's in The scenes. Dinner as well. She's in The Dinner. Oh, that wasn't this scene? <laughs> I don't uh, no, because I feel like she was wasted. About it. I, I wanted to see more of her. She's so wasted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like no point in her being in it. Uh, right. So Dan Stevens thinks that Stacy is 17, which I was like, Kristen Ritt looks young, but she doesn't look 17. <laughs> she said, this part, she's like, I'm really old. I'm like 25. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, I'm really old. I, I know you think I'm 20, but I'm almost 25. It's like, oh, yeah. all right. All right. Make us all feel really old. Thank you very much. Um, so Joey asks his parents what they think about Stacy, and the only thing they sort of say is, she's very pale. Uh, you kind of, uh, once he tells her that, you sort of know where there's going to be a joke later in the film. Um, so back at the group, there's a new member, Rita, who says she's a spy vampire and is there as a, she's basically there as a spy for the Van Helsings. And she runs away when Stacy stretches her mouth and shows Rita her fangs. They don't they, care. They, they, oh, sorry, go ahead. They don't care about being, like, secretive that much, do they? None of the vampires care about being secretive, like when Stacy was floating along the road. And, <laughs> spoilers, at the end of the movie, when one of them turns into dust and flies away. <laughs> <laughs> they are... We said last week that, like, Colin Farrell wasn't hiding his, his vampire-ness. But compared to these guys, like, he's being super, super subtle about his, mm-hmm. his vampirism. There's a, there's a great, there's a great joke at the beginning of this meeting where they said something about a guy dying in a terrible daylight savings time accident. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Um, so, because we found out that Goody uh, has to go to jury duty. Is it Goody or Stacey? I can't remember. Uh, one of them needs to go to jury duty. To get out of it, they need to find Ciceros. And again, this was where I was like, okay, where's this plot going? This is, like, we're kind of treading water at the moment. Like, we've got something going on with old Dan Stevens Van Helsing, but uh, this kind of felt like it was treading water again. So, I wasn't really sure what was happening. Uh, in the next scene, we get the awesome visual of Wallace Shawn with a crossbow yeah. hunting vampires, <laughs> which is pretty cool. He's a cable guy. He's the cable guy. <laughs> 
That is pretty cool. Like if they had a a, a little spin off, uh, you know, like and it was because uh, we could have a spin off of the film Silver Bullet. I was talking about last week with Intro to X, the other podcast I do, in which we were saying Gary Busey Werewolf Hunter. But I would totally watch Wallace Shawn Vampire Hunter as well. I would watch at least half of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Uh, then what happens in the next scene? Then Sigourney Weaver is dancing to Gail Garcia Bernal on the TV, and I put three question marks. Because I was like, why the hell is Gail Garcia Panel in this film? <laughs> I like her as seen on TV, like vacuum bags. For yes, that was good. I was like, that's funny. Uh, yeah, and she was saying about Vlad the Impaler's impaling routine was all compensation. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Funny-ish. Uh, funny, it was funny-ish. And she's going to Spain because she's fallen in love with Gail Garcia Bernal, and she hasn't felt this way since Al Jolson. The man. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. We're warming up a bit. This jokes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stacy and Goody arrive home, and Joey appears on iChat and uh, says, "Oh yeah, my parents really like you. They want to invite you to dinner. Uh, by the way, you're really pale." And you go, "Oh, I know where this joke's going." Hmm. So then we get. It's not, a, it's not a thing that your boyfriend should tell his girlfriend. No. What? Wait, what did your parents think of me? They liked you. Yeah, they thought, they thought, you, were, they thought you looked sick. Well, yeah. That's not something you say you do. They thought you were a vampire. Like, what are you doing? That's, exactly. It's awful. Maybe Dan Stevens hasn't had much experience dating because he mm. thinks that everyone's a vampire and he's a bit crazy. Maybe. I don't know. So she tries various things to get a tan. In the end, she gets spray painted, which reminded me of Death Becomes Her. Uh, they just spray paint her with, like, tan paint, which is very, very brown. And that's uh, how she goes around the house. And I do like Dan Stevens' comedy work and like his face when he opens the door. Like, <laughs> make me laugh because his reaction is just like, "What? Are, are, are you wearing blackface?" Like that's yeah. what his face was like. It she was looks like, like Maya Rudolph. Like, my, my goodness, no, she does not. She does. No, they look nothing alike. Yeah, you know Maya Rudolph with her all um, patchy, uneven skin. <laughs> yeah. oh, all right, well. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a comparison on the Facebook group and people can vote. Was being do you think Do you think that. she looks like Maya Rudolph? And it will be no. Robin is a crazy person. I'm going to put up another poll that says count 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 count. count, count. <laughs> Which do you pick? Oh, count count count. <laughs> It'd be adorable. Triple the count. <laughs> Triple the counting. Uh, so we go into Van Helsing's office, which is filled with weapons. Um, the dinner doesn't go very well because, first of all, she goes, oh, I recognise Vlad Tepish, uh, and I think he's a hero. And then she spits out her soup and then tries to hypnotise Van Helsing. Also, they seem to have dinner right away. They don't have drinks before dinner. No, just, she just shows up and they go straight to dinner. They go straight to dinner and then she leaves with, with the boyfriend. They don't even eat dinner. There was a line that I did like, which was when he said to her, do you plan to suck the life out of him? And she said, no more than any other girlfriend. That made me laugh. Um, So then we're at the club where the the singer is texting while singing. Everyone's texting. And Vadim teleports in again and says, oh, where's my my friend Ivan, my friend slash boyfriend? And uh, and says, oh, they say, oh, you should come to Sanguine's Anonymous. Um, which again, I was like, I don't understand why they're inviting him because now they're like, oh, something's going on with all the vampires and technology. Ah, and I was like, I'm confused. Like, get back to Dan Stevens and Kristen Ritter, please, because yeah. that's, that's, that's what I care about. Huh? 
Stop trying to have stakes. <laughs> Stop trying to have, like, a different plot going on that I don't understand. That was a pun. Yeah, there was. Oh, I didn't realize it as I was saying it. Matt, you've been on this podcast too long. Stop it. I know. I'm interested. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, then we have another weird scene in which um, they... Goody goes around Stanny's and he shows her photos of her from the 70s where she's ducking out photos except she's not in the photo at all. Yeah. And they go to a movie store to get movies for his his dying wife or something. And so, that was a record store. Yeah, he's like, oh, let's go to the movie store. But I was like, that's a record store, and it has like about three DVDs oh. and about five posters. And she's like, have you got posters of James Cagney? And I was like, well, of course they won't, because they probably have posters of like The Simpsons and Breaking Bad, and that's probably about it. Like record stores have posters. Old, of. get it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm old. Although, no, no posters of, of Jack Lemon. Yeah. Were there ever posters of Jack Lemon? Where's your posters of Who's pinup fantasy was Jack Lemon? Yeah. <laughs> Walter Matthau. Yeah, Walter <laughs> Oh, And then they make a joke about uh, Paul Newman being the salad dressing guy. Uh, and there's a robbery. And this is the moment where because I was like... Of course you rob... Of course you rob a record store because they rob, have lots of... Money. Not even a big chain, like this little, little teens yeah. record store that probably has about $20 in the till, but okay. So uh, one of the guys in the store has a heart attack and Goody runs and stops the robber and just picks this guy up having a heart attack or a stroke, bites his heart... And I put, how would that help? Because he immediately gets, she's like, he gets up and she goes, do you feel better now? And he's like, yeah, thanks. And I was like, what is happening in this film? She, did she suck out the blood clot? Did she suck out his heart? Did she put, did she turn him into a vampire? I am so confused. I don't know what's happening at this point. My brain hurts. She said, I spit into him, which... <laughs> She's, I, uh, she, spit in, she spit enzymes into him, which fixed yeah. the stroke. Even though it didn't look like he was having a stroke, it looked like he was having a heart attack. And he's all better. So, okay. And everyone in this film gets over people being vampires very quickly. Because Danny's like, oh, you spit uh, enzymes into his saliva to thin his blood? Oh, okay. And he's kind of over it. He's like, oh, you're a vampire. That's cool. Um, Stacy and Joey are watching a film, and, uh, and it gets a bit foxy, and they make love, um, over a blue screen, in which the bedroom yeah, is superimposed, because they float, and the blue screen is terrible. Yeah, it's like, they're not really floating, you can totally tell that they're just rolling on a surface you can't see. They're rolling on a blue, like, plank or something, <laughs> like a box. Yeah. And, yeah, it's terrible. It's, like, the special effects are really bad. And like I said, you can have, like, cool stop-motion stuff, but you, then you can't have bad CGI as well that stands out. You just can't have both. Amy Heckling. Um, so, once they've made love, uh, they hear the birds again, suddenly. And Stacy like, leaps out the window and runs down the wall like a spider. Don't. It's like, bye. Call me. At that point, I would never speak to that person again. <laughs> I thought that's how Nora Mel's first date went. Mel, like, leapt out yeah. the window, ran down the wall like a spider. He doesn't remember because I hypnotized him. Oh. <gasps> Shocking. We missed two amazing things I just have to quickly mention before we get any farther. Justin Kirk as a bucktooth vampire, which is hilarious. Yeah. Justin uh, Kirk has, like, little, like, snake teeth, like, little snake fangs. Yeah. And uh, Zach Orth's great uh, Sergeant Schultz impersonation. That was amazing. I have no idea who Sergeant Schultz is. Hogan Tiros. I don't know what that is either. I'm English. All right, starting up intro to Hogan. 
<laughs> can it be about Hulk Hogan though? Never mind. And we can watch I No Holds Barred. I, I, <laughs> hmm. I don't think I mentioned that I really liked Goody's Blood Spit Take, which I is probably oh, yeah. a cinema first. Oh yeah, that I was good actually. Anyone else has ever done a cinema? Because how many vampire comedies are really are there? Oh, I think there's more than you think, aren't there? There's a vampire like in Brooklyn a vampire starring uh, Brooklyn, right? But does that ha- but does that have a spit take? Does that have yeah, a blood no. spit take? What's the one with Nicolas Cage? Oh, uh, vampire kiss. What's the one? He's running along the road going, I'm a vampire. Jim Carrey once bitten, Matt. Yep. <laughs> okay. What's the new one by the guys from Jesus. Flight of the Concords? There's a new one as well that I want to see. Anyway, uh, we'll have to do a lot of research. What? Wow. So good. Any of those have on in it? So, um, so at this point, obviously, or a skeleton Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god! How are the special effects in that bit worse than the special effects in Ghostbusters? Like, like, like. Oh, I don't understand. I don't so know. obviously, Joey at this point has finally realised that Kristen Ritter is a vampire, and he's kind of spaced out at breakfast. Uh, he talks to his dad, and then he kind of has a tantrum and storms off, and he's like, "Hey, you, goodbye. Go to college. I'm only twenty-five. Goodbye." Um. Uh, he hasn't answered any of Stacy's texts for the next few days, so she just kind of appears in front of him, like teleports, because I guess, now that you know she's a vampire, why hide it from anyone else? And uh, she says, look, I wrote you these two reports. I like you. And he says, okay, let's make out. And <laughs> that's, that's the tension of that storyline. So, done. Yeah, it's like any other movie, like, they would drag that on, but, you know, it's also, on the other hand, it's like, oh, this is supposed to be refreshing that they're skipping all this, but it really isn't. Look, we've got, we've got vampires doing jury duty to worry about and stuff, you know, vampires and solar eclipses yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, so they're now a couple, we get a little montage, they're celebrating the, uh, Stacey's 40th birthday with a dirt cake, okay? Like, you I love this. Why? I love that she took I, she took a handful of it and she waddled over to her coffin and she sprinkled it in. I'd be like, you can just give me this dirt in one of those vacuum seal bags and get me a real cake. I a vampire, was... and by this point, I'm probably pregnant and I want cake. I, I don't, don't think they like food though. Oh no, they don't. I wrote down, haha, funny, funny dirt waddle. <laughs> funny dirt funny. cake waddle. <laughs> You can't spill any of that home soil. Funny dirt cake waddle. I'm just glad Kristen Ritter and I are the same age. It's <laughs> awesome. I have no idea like, how old Kristen Ritter is. I don't know. Anyway. She's not <laughs> So, um, then uh, Stacey and Goody um, go to group, and the stems are all there except Ciceros. So we get, like, the Turkish stem and the other stem. And uh, we also see that Danny and um, uh, Joey are there. No, Danny and Renfield are there. Not Danny. Danny and Renfield are there. There we go. And we get this, the mention of this weird law subplot where vamps can't be forced into daylight. And it's all got to do with, oh, the rise in electronic devices means that the government are able to help vampires. And they're trying to force them into the daylight using jury service. But there's a total eclipse of the sun in two weeks, and in that time we can change everything and we can wipe all electronic mentions of us. Okay, that's that's what I wrote in my notes. I was just like, what, 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 what? It's like it's a, a complete like like exposition dump, and I was like, what? So now there's an eclipse? What electronic device? Like what? 
what is happening? I thought this was about yes. them two dating. But, okay. Yeah, but you skipped over Guri, the Turkish stem. <laughs> thinking about it makes me laugh. <laughs> is he your favorite character apart from uh, yes. the guy's head? <laughs> yeah, Guri. And then he and Malcolm McDowell have this little, like, back and forth where he's like, yup, yup. I think, like, does have Malcolm McDowell teach him about this? I loved it. I have no oh, idea I loved it. any of you guys were able to have <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I have to, because I'm the boss, and therefore it all rests on my shoulders, apparently. I'm impressed. I do like that Malcolm McDowell teaches the little Turkish guy how to knit. So he's he's seen knitting later, which is quite sweet, I believe. Uh, uh, Was it with Justin Kirk and maybe Alicia Silverstone? Those two, they had some sort of conversation about, like, uh, uh, why we don't feed from humans, because do the math, you know. I forget. Oh, it's somewhere around there, and it's all about how. Um, no, I think isn't it when he's gonna bite someone later? I don't know, but he basically says, "Oh, yeah. every vampire when they bit someone, they change them into a vampire. Then the, the vampires would have taken over the world." A bit like we were mentioning about in Fright Night last exactly. week. Exactly. Like, you know, That's and another thing I was like, "Yes." So it's like the stem. But then, wouldn't that also be that there would still be a lot of vampires running around? It would just be that there would be a lot of goth people running around. I don't know. I don't understand. It would be about a bunch of hangry vampires. And apparently no vampires apart from, like, Ciceros and, well, the, apart from apart from the stem vampires, no one in this, none, no vampires in this actually drink human blood. So they're all pretty rubbish vampires. They're all kind of, like, mm. vegan vampires. So... your friends. Our food. Fish are friends. <laughs> oh my god. Rats and pigeons are friends, not food. So I was like, what are they eating now that they're friends with rats and pigeons? What are they eating? <laughs> Bugs? I don't know. Squirrels? Raccoons? I'm just going to release a swarm of mosquitoes into, into like a crowded area and then beckon them all back and then... <laughs> and then eat them. <laughs> and then eat the mosquitoes. <laughs> Wow. That's uh, very hard work just to get a tiny bit of blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a swarm of mosquitoes, but they have to use their, their mind powers on every single little mosquito, so they're going, ee, 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 ee. like trying to dry oh. every single mosquito. It would be like Ant Man, but with mosquitoes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Uh, so I just want to mention at this point, I really love Stacey's outfit where she has the massive shoulder pads. Uh, and they're like, like the, like, cause Kristen Ritter is so, like, slim, and these shoulder pads are about six feet wide, and it made me laugh. Um, she realizes it's a bad look, but she still does it anyway. I know. She's, she's like, I can carry it off, it's awesome. Uh, and this is the first time when, uh, Stacey throws up. And what have we learned from TV and film, guys? If a girl throws up after having sex, she's dying. She's got a little baby vampire inside She's her. She's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. She's going to have puppies. Cool. So then we go straight to the toad baby. What's yes. that? Pups? Is that what you call vampire babies? Pups? Yep. <laughs> when you call them, like, vamp things? Little counts. Little vampies. Little vampies. Oh. They'd be like little baby bats. Oh. Uh, so let me go into the total eclipse of the sun. Uh, oh, total eclipse. Turn of the- around. 
Does it make me laugh? Because I just think of the uh, the the literal version, and it's adorable. Uh, so the vamps are all running around hypnotizing people to cancel all electronic records of them. Uh, Danny's helping them because he's a lawyer. Um, so there's no electronic details of vampires now, and then they all run home, and it's like, oh, so that was what that plot was leading to. Okay. That was easy with no complications. No, not, not at all. Great montage of poorly landing jokes, folks. Good yeah, well, well done. I like the sign, happy nights are here again. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. That's cool. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's when they're having their big party to celebrate. So yeah. they're all doing their own type of dance. So Vadim is doing, like, Cossack dancing. And, like, Stacey and Joey are doing hip-hop. And I was like, I never thought I'd see Dan Stevens doing the robot dance. Okay. <laughs> And Alicia Silverstone does some Charleston, and she's really adorable. I was like, aww, she's so sweet. Um, everyone's eating rats, and lots of vampires are now knitting because Malcolm McDowell has taught them how to knit. We Did we mention that Malcolm McDowell says earlier that his favourite bit of knitting is stabbing the wool at the end with the needle because he's glad the impaler? Get it? Get it, guys? Get it? Yes, yes, we get it. Yes. (laughs) It's not funny when you say it, though. (laughs) How dare you. Uh, so Stacey and Joey are dancing and Goody and Danny dance. And then she imagines Danny in a terrible, terrible young wig <laughs> that looks like someone has got a dead cat and put it on his head. And with like a really weird glow to his skin, too. Because he's got such an old looking face that they're trying to make him look like 20. And it's just like yeah. not working. So they kind of like soft focus his face. And it's like, oh, no, it looks it looks so disturbing. This is like the the uh, the opposite end of what they did to Michael Douglas in Ant Man. It really is. <laughs> Compare the effects; it's amazing. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, so we uh, see on the news that Gail Garcia Bernal is now missing. Um, so obviously, Cicerus has killed him. Um, we assume, and then Cicerus summons uh, Stacy and Goody. And we find out that uh, she has eaten an entire restaurant or uh, a entire Chinese restaurant. And then she does, it, like, I don't know if she was meant oh. to be doing an impression, but I was like, then she does a weird yeah. racist oh, Jewish yeah. accent. I have no uh-huh. idea what's happening uh-huh. at this point. Because Jews love Chinese food, Claire. Do they? <laughs> yep. Is this a That's thing? The stereotype. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. Everybody well, loves even, Chinese food. <laughs> well, I know, but there's even a, um, well, you know, Jews on Christmas go to Chinese restaurants. What? So there's even a Gilmore Girls episode called Jews and Chinese Food. What? It's a, it's like a, a stereotype. I have never heard this before. Stop oh, screeching. Wait. It's true. I didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you information. Now it's turning into no, a that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke. I did not get it. I was like, at this point, I was like, does she, is she like going crazy because Gail Garcia Bernal rejected her love? Is she, does she have like another personality that is an old Jewish lady that she's looking in and out of? I was like, I have no idea what is happening. Is she like, is she like, is she like Mulder? Does she have a past life as a Jewish woman? Yes, just like Mulder, she was an old Jewish woman in the past. I was so irritated as soon as they went for the uh, oh jeez I just could go for some more after or whatever she says you know, I mean, the whole yeah about whenever you Chinese, Chinese it never fills you up so I just kept yeah. it and it's like mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we see one of the, uh, the the workers in the restaurant kind of moves a bit and then one of them I can't remember who it was but one of them goes what's wrong with him and I was like well clearly 
He was attacked by a vampire. She's sitting right there. She's killed everyone else. What do you think's wrong with him? Oh, anyway. He's had a heart attack. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, you know, got a bit of indigestion, though. So then uh, Sigourney Weaver uh, tries to hypnotize um, Stacey and Goody, and then she kind of goes full hypno-beams out of her eyes, like Cyclops out of the X-Men. And I was like, what is happening? Like, she's turning into Zool? What's going on? And then she, like, tries to get them to kill him, but she fails because they really can't kill anyone. Okay. And, uh... So they take him to the hospital um, and then run home and ring each other from their coffins. Okay. Um, then we find out that the news of the, the Chinese restaurant massacre has hit the, the, the news. Everyone knows about it. Uh, and then we cut to a very strange scene in which Goody and Vlad are chatting in a kitchen. So I'm guessing Vlad is also a chef. And they're making toffee apples. Like, okay, just be, just because. And uh, we find out that Stacey's sick because she's pregnant. They have the teeth for him. That's probably the joke. Really? I was like, is it meant to be Halloween? Like, I, I don't get half these jokes. I'm sorry, Amy Heckling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And I don't think it's an English thing either. I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, apparently it's, yeah, vampires get pregnant all the time, but the pregnancy usually ends pretty quick. Um, unless that she turns back into a human. And I was like, so this is like the opposite of Twilight in that she gets pregnant and they go, oh, you'll lose the baby unless you become a vampire. Because I was like, why would she lose the baby if unless she became human? Because surely she's stronger as a vampire. And I don't know. Anyway. Um, For someone who says she doesn't like Twilight, you sure do mention it a lot. Look, I used to work in a bookstore running events for young adults. I was forced to learn a lot about Twilight, unfortunately. It was against my will. I have also read The Maze Runner and what was the other book that was terrible around the time? The one about... I'm a divergent or whatever. Um, divergent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm mixing it up with... <laughs> sorry, I'm mixing it up with I am number four or whatever it was called. I'm oh. I'm an Alex Pettifer oh. alien man, that one. Uh, yeah, it could be I am a divergent. All those films are exactly the same. Uh, so then uh, Rita is showing um, the Chinese guy being dropped off at the hospital. So, oh, we know who was vampires. Um, Joey and his dad are chatting, and his dad gives him a gun. And for some reason, Joey's holding the biggest bag of nachos and a massive bag of popcorn. And I was like, is this because, like, are we going to get a joke that Stacey was eating more because she's pregnant? But no, we don't. He's just, again, I think there's a deleted scene. I think there's a deleted scene all over this film. Uh, But he gives him a gun full of silver bullets. You'd think these silver bullets come into play at some point. No, they don't. Apart from a joke in which Alicia Silverstone gets shot through the hand. Um, I think it's meant to show that he doesn't know as much about vampires as he thinks he does. Yeah. This movie's just subverting all of our expectations with how things are supposed to go, (laughs) plot-wise. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant, I tell you. (laughs) So, Stacey finds out she's pregnant and they're super happy. And um, and then Renfield tells everyone about the iPad Mini and gets in a little ad for the iPad Mini. It's like, look, I I don't get any phone calls, but I get this and I get this and I can tweet and I can do all this. And it's amazing. And this is when uh, Alicia Silverstone does her rant about technology. Hey, I bought one. Did you? Right after you watched this movie. Right after this. (laughs) I put it right online. (laughs) Hi, George, I'm going to buy an iPod. I'm, I'm 
don't want one of those. I do like the fact that after the women leave, like, the two guys are playing with the iPod because, like, they like technology. It's like boys and their toys. Um, and they work out that um, the place where Sisyrus must live, because she said earlier it's the place where no New Yorker ever goes, must be Grant's tomb. And I was like, okay, like, is this a thing? Like, New Yorkers that are listening, like Dave, I know you're listening. Is this a thing? Grant's tomb, is this known as a place that New Yorkers don't go? I don't know. Is it the joke that, like, what's buried at Grant's tomb? I think I think that's is it. Something to do with that? It's not though. It's Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Grant's too. Dana back. Right. Um, so then we get a cutscene from the movie The Room, in which there's a discussion on a rooftop with the worst blue screen I've ever seen for the skyline. Because yikes! <laughs> this blue screen. The, the blue. This is on par with the blue screen in The Room. I'm not saying something. This had a budget of millions. This film. I don't like understand why you this. Film on a roof. They, film on a roof. They filmed in New York. They I filmed know. in New York. The rest of the movie. Why are they not on a roof? Look, they filmed on a roof in Daredevil. You can do it. Just film on a roof. Do you know what New York has a lot of roofs? Roofs to film on. Do it. I think that'd be the cheapest thing to do. You yeah. won't have to do any set dressing. Just go onto a roof. This had to have cost more. Yes. Ironically. Exactly. And, and it looks less, shit. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. So Stacey reveals that she wants the baby, and and this I'm just going to kind of look at Robin and go about the whole thing about a character going, oh, I, I want this baby now, being played by Tristan Ritter. Interesting. Yeah, as a uh, matter of fact, uh, I was uh, just watching something today uh, that might have been revolved around the topic. So. Mm. Oh, so um, both of them, uh, both Goody and Stacey, have had enough of staying young. Um, because staying young, yeah, it's kind of boring if you only do the same thing over and over again. Because, you know, and expect the outcome to be different. Because that's the definition of madness, guys. Go traveling around the world. Do stuff differently. Yeah. Rubbish immortals. I'd be a good immortal. She wasted her, her immortality, for sure. She did. So rubbish. Why hasn't she gone and found out about her family before now? This is what I, I was getting angry about. We find out later. Is and it possible that she tried, but every time she left, she got summoned back by Sigourney Weaver? I guess that's true. That's but then fine. they do say earlier, oh, I hate it when she's in town. So she's not in town all the time. Oh, hmm. And no one knows where it lives. She seems to travel a lot. I'd just go with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, but they don't so, like her. Goody goes to visit uh, Danny with Vadim because they're going to change Danny's wife into a vampire because that's ah, yes. apparently the best way of solving the fact that his wife's going to die. It doesn't change him into a vampire. So yeah. she's going to outlive him. Oh, okay. Uh, Justin well, Kirk is hammity hamming it up in this scene to the yeah. to 11 on the ham meter. <laughs> it grossed Mel out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. When he's like, like, like slicing over his belly and making her drink the blood and he's like oh. gasming. Yeah. Is it bad that I wrote that Richard Lewis's wife already looks undead? Oh. That was that was like the the most intense cancer patient makeup I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Usually it's like, you know, they just like lie there with a scarf on and you know they have all their hair and they just look a bit pale. Yeah, like I think I think they might have went overboard. Like I don't think real yeah. cancer patient, patients look that bad. Mm. I saw her face and I thought she looked familiar. I looked it up and I saw it was Mary Lou Henner and I was like, oh, she's going to be turned into a vamp because Mary Lou Henner is uh, gorgeous in real life and she's as old as Richard Lewis. Who is she? She's from Taxi. Um, that's one of her biggest roles. Well, apparently um, when she appears, she is super foxy and turning someone into a vampire uh, not only makes them super foxy but turns their hospital gown into a sexy little dress. 
yeah. I was like, is that, is that her, they haven't brought her a dress. That is the hospital, ga- yes, it is the hospital gown. It's turned the hospital gown into a sexy dress. Wow. So Richard Lewis's character didn't want to be turned also? We I don't know. That seems, we never that find seems out. A odd. I just assumed yeah. that once he went in the room with her, that she would turn him. Oh. But she can't. She's not a STEM vampire. It would have to be Justin Kirk, according to the movie's own logic, Mel. Well, how do they... What happens if they run out of STEM vampires? Who knows? I don't even think they know. And the race is dead. Well, yeah. And they're extinct. Yeah, and what makes a, a vampire a STEM? Like, how does mm. that work? They have different teeth, because Justin Kirk has little snake teeth, and Scotty Weaver has great big shark teeth. But how do you determine, like, what makes you a stem? Like, how does that happen? Like, when they said stem vampires at the very start, I thought it was going to be like, oh, the first vampire was Dracula, because it was like the whole thing from, like, the, the Francis Ford Coppola movie that he, you know, renounced God, so he became a vampire, and then all stem vampires are the ones that were turned by him. That's yeah. what I thought it was going to be, but then, no. Yeah, I figured there was no new stem vampires. They're all just really old. Yeah. Waiting for Edward Herman to show up. <laughs> maybe, oh, uh, maybe, um, I got it. I love oh, yeah, it. Yeah, Say hello to the night, lost in the shadows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why are, we, why are we discussing this vampire movie's lore? I don't want to, I don't care to know its lore. Okay, anyway. <laughs> lore over. Uh, so, Goody goes to visit Van Helsing and says, hey, I used to know your grandpa. And that seems to be enough that he's like, oh, come in, you know, fine. Let's get some weapons. And she's like, oh, yeah, I chose to be a vampire over cholera. Uh, so my children live nice, long lives. And then I disappeared and whatever. And Rita, it was okay, but Rita, like, gets the family tree and goes, oh, yeah, these are your descendants. And I was like, why hasn't she done this before? She doesn't know the internet. But but Stacey can show her, and she said when she met Stacey in the 90s, Stacey introduced her to the internet. So she had had all that time to learn the internet. So this is saying that she's an immortal, but she can't learn new things. Therefore, she is a rubbish immortal. Why is she going to college in the first place? Yeah. Rubbish. Well, maybe she didn't want to know her descendants because, you know, being immortal, she could never talk to them or interact with them. But now that she knows that she's at the end of things... Maybe. Now she's... Now I can... Of course, it would have been nice if they had, like, phrased it that way. I'll let you have that, Matt. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe then it would have been too obvious. We also find out... Much subtler. This is a very subtle movie, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we find out that one of uh, Goody's descendants is apparently Velma from Scooby-Doo, because it's like Alicia Silverstone wearing, like, a Velma wig and Velma glasses. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So... Velma well, is uh, I think I tuned out. <laughs> yeah, it's like a photo of this, this thing, and it looks just like Velma from Scooby-Doo. And I was like, well, that would be cool if, like, Velma from Scooby-Doo's ancestor was a vampire, and that's why she hunts down creatures of the night. But I'm kind of looking too much at it. So if anyone wants to write me a vamps, uh, like, Scooby-Doo crossover fan fiction, please do. That'd be great. On it. Yay! <laughs> So, um, Scorny uh, and her date are at Grant's tomb, and I love her military coat that she's wearing, I wrote, it's really cool, and she looks super cute in it, and uh, she's shot with an arrow, um, and the little Scooby gang lead her into the tomb, and try to chop her head off, and there's one point oh, yeah. where Wallace Shawn laughs, and he goes, ah, ha, ha, and I wrote in my notes, inconceivable, because it's Wallace Shawn, <laughs> and he'll always be Princess Bride too. Um, so then Dan Stevens is a bit of a badass and chainsaws Sigourney Weaver's head off, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Terrible special effects, but a cool idea. <laughs> You're in the city that never sleeps, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and they throw... Oh, uh, the dentist, by the way, is one of the stars of Fast Times. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. I yeah. thought he must be someone. I haven't seen Fast Times in yeah. years, though. Um, so they get her head, they chuck it in the tomb, and the body's like, wandering around. Why, what? What, the body why in the tomb? The why, why did the head have to go in the tomb? No idea. I guess because her soil is in there from her hometown. She can't die unless her head's in her soil? Like. I guess, and in which case, why not get the soil out of the tomb, put it in a bag, put her head in the bag, because, you know, at some point, at some point, and then bury it? Because at some point in the future, this is a monument. Someone's going to open that tomb. I'm just picturing them putting, like, this talking head in a garbage bag. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny, but it is. <laughs> With some soil as well, you know. In that case, it sounds pretty dangerous to sleep in your own soil just in case somebody sneaks up and tries to stake you. Yes, I have no idea. I think there's a lot of rules that we that were probably written that the scenes got cut out. But they <laughs> like think how did she like, fully animate that skeleton that she yeah. got her head put on? Where did okay. the actual skull go? Did her head roll over and knock the skull out of the way and attach the skeleton? Because she, like, comes out of the tomb and she's like a full... You know, Ray Harryhausen stop motion <laughs> skeleton, like with a sword about to fight Jason and the Argonauts. I was like, what? What is happening at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I should have drawn like Sigourney Weaver skeleton for my uh, draw Halloween uh, prompt of skeleton. <laughs> Um, want, you know, for all the Bamp fans out there. I wanted her to be like the funny skeletons in Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> get the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so, then why Sean, doesn't he, like, axe her head off really easily? So there was absolutely no reason for this. And they put it in the tomb. And then uh, Stacy runs to the mirror and ages by 20 years, and which means that her, her, her butt gets a bit flat and it goes... Which made me laugh. Oh, that was the biggest so laugh of the film for me. The sound, the sound effects were so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like her boobs kind of go deflate a bit. And it goes, <laughs> and her eye wrinkles. Just the deflating tire sound. <laughs> that did make me laugh. But her eye wrinkles, her makeup is like like a bit weird because sometimes it looks fine. And then sometimes, like in the final scene, one eye looks lower than the other and it looks like she's kind of having a stroke. <laughs> and I was like, is it really okay? Because it's like... Well, that'd be, that'd be funny if you, like, you aged, but also all the life events that would have happened, happened. Oh, no. <laughs> she would have had a stroke over those 20 years. <laughs> she just dies and he's like, oh, oh no. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and of course Goody for some reason doesn't like Stacey instantly ages Goody doesn't instantly age like over 100 years she kind of goes into her 70s I guess and, no she should have went full blown like, uh, like Jones. yeah like Donovan at the end of Last Crusade <laughs> Like become like a like a stop motion like a uh, you know old man made out of plasticine and then a skeleton and then exploded against the wall. That would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah she, it's, she should have it's been about around ah, here. This is a mistake. Ah. <laughs> it's about around here where we get that History Channel joke. It finally pays off. And also, I wrote down what happened to Kristen Johnston. Um, also, um, here's another question about when they go to Times Fierce. Square. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, the musical was a thing. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. that kind of dates this film. It was like, oh yeah, that was a thing for five minutes. Yeah. It's probably still running, right? It's not still running. I think it's really? much closed. I don't think they made their money back. Also, a fact I love about that was Alan Cumming was originally meant to play the uh, Green Goblin. And I should say, this is Alan Cumming, who will star in anything, starred in Son of the Mask. And he went, no, I think I'm above starring in that. So I was like, I love you, Alan Cumming. <laughs> Oh, so uh, they take Goody to Times Square and uh, we get a flashback to Times Square in the past and we get Danny again with a cat on his head in a flashback. Why'd she and, want to go to um, Times Square? She's probably been there a million times. She, she wanted it's a the pretzel. Of the world and she wants a pretzel. It's the same she wanted one of those pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did put that I really love all the stock footage of old Times Square in this bit because I was like, I'm a bit of a sucker for like old Americana. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm not emotionally invested at all, but I really love the stock footage. <laughs> and then Goody turns to dust. Are you going to tell on me, Matt? No, well, you just did. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if it was the wine or if I was <laughs> just <laughs> or if I was just hormonal, but I cried. <laughs> oh. I was a little put off by the guy like raising his hat, like tipping his hat to uh, Alicia Silverstone, and then you see the wig tipped down with the hat. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know if you Oh, Mel, I think that's the yeah. that you tried. Oh, uh, Did anyone else think of Buffy when she turned to dust? Like, she kind of looked like she turned to dust, like when they, they stake vampires in Buffy. Uh, there should have been that little vampire scream when she turned to dust. Oh, the little, and the little skeleton? No, she should have imagined her, she should have imagined her kids eating soft pretzels. Or, or she should have, uh, she should have, like, like, flown away into the sky, and then, like, the end of the film Van Helsing, she, her face should have appeared in the clouds. <laughs> Well, Hugh Jackman looked sadly up at the clouds and saw Kate Beckinsale's face. I thought her, I thought her vampire dust was gonna, I thought her vampire dust was gonna get sucked into some sort of grate or something, or get like swept up in a street sweep. And then you just hear like no, you hear a voiceover, like... and then it's like it goes in the grate and the sewers, and you hear a voiceover go, "Whoa! I told you to vacuum in here, Michelangelo." <laughs> <laughs> Logan. No, she kind of, like, became a cape for a statue or something. What happened? No idea. She, like, flew away and then kind of uh, the dust landed on this statue that's in Times Square. Did it become a cape? Is that what happened? It it looked like it. I'm like, because I'm watching it and I'm thinking, what what is this supposed to be? Like, is this supposed to be something? Was it like when, like, the Vision got a cape in Avengers 2 after imprinting on Thor and this cape appeared? Is that what happened? Yes. So, what, so Alicia Silverstone is now a statue's cape? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the dust, like, flew away into the sky like the Sandman. It, like, but then like it, caught, it did, but then it got caught on a statue. Why? <laughs> Was it meant to be like, and she'll always be a part of Times Square? <laughs> I think probably. Okay. Why didn't she, like, get, like, float up and become, like, the big ball that, you know, every New Year's? Maybe her, her face could have appeared on the ball at the end. That would have been amazing. <laughs> she was too heavy. She just ate that pretzel. That's <laughs> 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 all she could have Can you imagine New Year's Eve, Times Square, like, the big ball drops to signify the New Year, and it's a giant Alicia Silverstone face? <laughs> Screaming face. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. Oh. And that was Vance, everyone. We did it! Yay! Heroes! <laughs> what, about the, uh, what about the baby at the end? Oh, I didn't even see the baby. I, I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> what baby was there, Matt? I'm sorry. Well, they, oh, yeah. they go to Wallace Shawn's uh, place where 
we have uh, aged Christian Ritter and cousin Matthew, and they brought their <laughs> baby and playing with like, grandpa, and she makes like her fangs come out, and he's like, "Don't scare grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 really sad. I missed. And he stakes the baby. He stakes the baby. He just like so that happens with the baby, and one of Sean screams and throws it out the window <laughs> into the sunlight. <laughs> I like that they at the end they become kind of friends, and you know, uh, it's kind the, of sweet. Van Helsing's and the vampires. It's um. Was Kristen Johnson in that scene? No. No. She completely disappears from this movie. She was she was unhappy with Van Helsing chumming up with the vampire. She's like, "You're not living up to your your name. I'm leaving you." <laughs> Maybe she was still hypnotized when she I married a Van Helsing. God damn it! <laughs> She's gone off and run off with uh, Timmy Hitler, who was mentioned <laughs> earlier. Hitler's <laughs> a real man. I'm leaving you, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> That would be hilarious. So, that was Vance. <laughs> and then in the credits they show Taylor Negron's head. <laughs> Taylor Negron is the pizza guy. <laughs> On a skeleton. I love, I love how delighted you are with this, Matt. I'm going to put a screenshot in the group just for you. Oh, please do. <laughs> I would so will. <laughs> Oh, uh, so um, that was uh, our introduction to Kristen Ritter, soon to be Jessica Jones. Um, a very different role, I imagine, to how she will be in Jessica yeah. Jones. Um, so, sure do we, so, do we uh, want to do any quotes? Did anyone write any quotes? Did we no. say the ball? Okay, uh, I did. I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you're so. Uh, you're making me so happy this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, Claire said, do you want to be on uh, the Defenders podcast to talk about Jessica Jones? And I said, sure. And she said, just kidding. I don't have any slots available for Jessica Jones, but you can do this movie if you want. I guess. I full on Loki, you um, got Loki, you did. dude. Okay. The neighbor, uh, the neighbor said the cable company was there. Can Time Warner just burst into a person's home and kill them? Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Take that Time Warner. <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah. Any other quotes? No. <laughs> Matt, you're the funniest thing about this movie. I'm sorry. Just your delight <laughs> at this movie. It's just making me so happy. Oh. Okay. Uh, Sony so. Weaver says, look how much soil it can fit. <laughs> and then she goes, no, I don't know him, but I got mad love for him. <laughs> she, she was the best thing about this movie. I love her and everything. Sony Weaver? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Was she? I thought she was cringeworthy. Ah. I love her too. Yeah, I thought she was. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, yeah, she was still horrible, but I, mean, <laughs> I liked Wallace Shawn. Yeah, I'm kind of cringing at everyone in this movie because it's so many actors that I like, but there was like at least a moment for every actor that I was like, ooh, ooh. yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, Matt, I'm going to go to you first as our guest. Sure. What would you like to rate this movie out of ten? Well. Okay, well, I'm not going to give it a 10, so you can relax. <laughs> but uh, as far as vampire comedy starring Alicia Silverstone, I'd say it's pretty high up there. And uh, the, the first 20 minutes were pretty rocky, pretty pretty badly paced, and, yeah, some of the jokes were, were bad. But then, when, you know, I got into it, and uh, I kind of embraced its awfulness and uh, liked it. 
had it made me laugh. So would hey, you watch it again. Um, you know what? I probably would watch it with somebody who hadn't seen it, and I would make sure that there was uh, plenty of alcohol involved, and <laughs> yeah. it would be kind of just like a fun kind of campy thing, which I think is all that it inspired to be. Yeah. So I mean, anyway, um, I'll give it nine out of ten. Ooh. What the heckerlings? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know what was worse, uh, Matt, this or Campin' Buddies. Um, <laughs> Campin' Buddies was worse. <laughs> I'd watch Campin' Buddies again. I wouldn't watch this again. Well, Campin' Buddies was also 40 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> is this an Air Buddies movie? <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> it's a Victoria Jackson movie. It oh. says all you need to know. Doesn't she play like, eight characters in it, which is, yes. sounds terrifying. Yeah. Um, okay, other Matt, what would you like to rate this? I didn't like it very much. I wanted to turn it off. What? Just kidding. Uh, but it was tolerable in some parts. Um, uh, some of the actors are funny at some points. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the actors are funny. (laughs) Compute. Um... Yeah, I am. I am Mattbot. I'm just here because the real Matt didn't want to review this movie. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a four out of ten. Dirty cakes and funny dirt cake waddles. Dirt, dirt cake waddles. <laughs> yeah, dirt cake waddles. Yeah. Mel, what would you like to rate this movie out of ten? Now, might I remind you that this this movie um, elicited emotional tears out of your eyes? <laughs> I know, and I have no idea why, and I'm completely ashamed to admit it. <laughs> but uh, I guess, guess there was some parts, like maybe I laughed like three times. Mm. Did I laugh about three times, Matt? That sounds about right. Yeah, about three times during this movie, and it's a comedy. <laughs> so that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, three percent. You saw three out of ten, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. that, that would be thirty. You need to give it a point three. Point three. Point three. Point three out of ten. Uh, half yellowed vampire teeth. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Low score. <laughs> Robin, I would like you to not only uh, rate this movie, but I would like you to um, to uh, uh, compare Kristen Ritter's performance in this to the first episode of Jessica Jones. <laughs> she was much better in this. Yeah, this is honestly, this is so. I mean, you guys, the first this, episode this is so bad. Shame on you for watching Jessica Jones without the rest of them. Thanks, hey. Matt. I appreciate it. I, I was in the room. In chair. I looked at uh, cosplay uh, Helena from Orphan Black, and I said, "What do you think? Should I leave?" And she's what? like, "No." And I'm what like, you don't know, understand? Why right. are you listening to Helena? Robin you know was basically right kidnapped. Head. Robin was kidnapped and dragged into a hall, tied to the chair, and his eyes were pinned open like Alex from Clockwork Orange, and he was forced to watch it. He had no choice in the matter. Also, you wear mascara on both eyes. <laughs> also, Matt spoiled me on Jessica Jones having superpowers. Sorry. In her, in he your previous, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a, uh, you know, a yeah. different, different take. So her superpower is that she um, is a well, oh, I don't detective. Need... Okay, yeah, she's a super detective. Yeah, a bit like she Sherlock Holmes. She's got a, she's got a uh, mind palace like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> a mind palace like Sherlock Holmes and a genie like Mulder. Yeah. That 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 combination is unstoppable. Well, from Robin's uh, lips to my ears. From Robin's lips to everyone's hips. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What, the, what is going on? Robin, what would you like to? Write? 
Um, I will give it um, a 3 out of 10 spider legs because uh, there were a couple of laughs, but um, overall I I gave Fright Night Remake a 4, and I feel bad giving this a rating higher than Fright Night's Remake (laughs) because Fright Night Remake is actually a competently made movie (laughs) with great special effects. And I don't know. And, you know, I was going to go with the uh, the rating system that uh, Matt A was first proposing was like, well, mm-hmm. think about in 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 terms of vampire movies starring Alicia Silverstone. I would say, well, this is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, three. And uh, <clears throat> comparing it to her and Jessica Jones, I would say, are you kidding me? No, she's actually she's. She's good in this movie. She's fun. I'm, it looks like she's having a fun time. And, she's uh, very cute, you know, Jeanette. Yeah, and stuff. I like her, and I want to see her, you know, get, get you know, good things. And I'm I'm really hoping that Jessica Jones is going to, you know, do it for her. Because she's really good at Breaking Bad. I mean, mm. yeah. Yeah. She's been in the Blacklist as well. Blacklist, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a three as well. Uh, I won't see this movie again. <laughs> I don't even think, like, I would like to say it would be quite a fun one if you were, you know, like, like Matt was saying, in a, in a group with some friends and some alcohol. Um, but unfortunately, like, neither myself or my friends really drink, so we can't even do that. So I'm probably never watching this film again. And I don't think it has the fun of watching without alcohol that something like The Room does, where you can just watch it and it's ridiculous and enjoyable, or Miami Connection or something like So Bad It's Good. Um, and like you were saying, Robin, like Fright Night at least was competently made. And the fact that this, this it just feels so, feels very slapdash. And it is a competent director, which is what I don't yeah. understand because like she's obviously done really, yeah, it's so much talent, like with the actors. Um, so yeah, and I feel like there's like stuff dropped all over the place and jokes just fall flat and, um, and I love a lot of the actors in this. And also it's kind of weird watching it and seeing like, my headcanon, like, Iron Fist and Jessica Jones dating and having sex. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, what would Luke Cage think? <gasps> Terrible. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of weird. But uh, I'm going to give it three out of ten little little snake vampire things. And how many Jessica Jones do you get? Uh, uh, I think... I think she wore, like, blue at one point, which Jessica Jones once did, so half a Jessica Jones out of does, does Jessica Jones sleep in a coffin? <laughs> that would be telling. Spoilers. Also, actually, it's set in New York. You don't answer that. And so hmm. half, yeah, half a Jessica Jones out of ten for that, because they both live in New York. There you go. Um, the average score, uh, I didn't actually get to announce that last week. Last week, uh, Fright Night got a 6.25. Uh, this <laughs> week we have uh, Vamps with a 3.86. Woo! Those point three really just <laughs> right down there. <laughs> so that's 3.86 blank stares from Mel as she's watching. <laughs> and what, tears slowly rolling perfect. down her face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She forgot to blink. <laughs> Look, she became a cape on a statue at the end. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I want there to be a commentary for this film so I could understand it, but then it means I'd have to watch it again, and I don't want to do that. So there we go. I want there to be a how did this get made for this film. Oh, that would be a me- Oh, we should so suggest it. Dear, if you're listening, how did this get made, or we hate movies, please, please explain this movie. That'd be great. 
Um, but preferably, how did this get made? Because then they could get, like, Amy Heckling on to explain it. Oh, that'd be delightful. Um, so, uh, our listeners and um, poor Matt, Mel and Robin, who I've made suffer for two weeks, uh, will be happy that next week we are not reviewing a movie. I'm not going to make you watch something from the dark, deep, dark past of Carrie Ann Moss or Mike Coulter. Oh, can we do The Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I'm never watching that movie again. <laughs> okay. Never. Uh, we could, yeah, Memento would be awesome. I love Memento. It's one of my favourite films. Um, but, uh, yeah, so next week uh, will be our, our penultimate episode before Jessica Jones starts, guys. Are you excited? What are we doing? I will tell you. I Listen. think she's about to t- tell you. <laughs> Listen closely. Matt, Matt. Come you can't be excited back. before I know what we're doing. I'm, I'm saying Jessica Jones, two weeks, Matt. Are you excited? Oh, for that. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're going to be watching that Dally film. <laughs> yeah. Open eyeballs. yeah. Yeah. We're just going to watch that over and over again. Uh, so, so draw close, guys. I'm going to tell you. Come closer. Come closer. So next week, closer. we are going to have a very special episode with some very special guests from our, uh, our friends over at Defenders TV podcast will be joining us for the episode next week. Um, just to discuss kind of how excited we are for Jessica Jones, some stuff about Marvel in general, and just basically um, have a general chat and do a bit of a countdown to Jessica Jones. Now are you excited, Matt? Yeah, I'm excited to shoot the shit. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Easy there, Tiger. (laughs) I just imagine you having, like, microphones in your pockets, like holsters, and like, pew, 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 with your microphones. (laughs) Cool. So that will be next week. So um, also, obviously, we had no feedback this week, which makes me sad, but also makes me proud that our listeners aren't watching this film when they could be going out in the sunshine. <laughs> it wasn't worth the three dollars on Amazon. Rather <laughs> like, job, listeners. yeah, rather than like watching it during the daylight, like me with the curtains closed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my life is bad. Um, but yeah, that will be next week. The guys from Defenders TV Podcast will be joining us, which will be great. Um, we love those guys. They are, we're always giving each other little tidbits of news um, back and forth that we can, like they're always putting news on theirs that we can then share with you guys and vice versa. Um, they're really cool guys. And Robin, you got to hang out with them at uh, New York Comic Con. I was standing so close to them. Like I, like I shook their hands. It was amazing. <laughs> Did you have a fanboy moment and ask for some water? I didn't bump into them in the bathroom or anything and <laughs> <laughs> ask to take pictures near a urinal. <laughs> Can but, I just uh, of you while you're peeing? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Go away, you creepy man. <laughs> um, yeah, so that will be next week. And then it will, uh, once we record that and that's released, it will only be one week until Jessica Jones. So exciting! So hopefully we will also have a new trailer by then as well, which you guys won't be allowed to watch. But Matt A, you can if you like. There you go. I can what? Favorite. You can watch the new trailer if you like. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm cool with the trailers. That Japanese Star Wars one came out. I was like, oh, thank you. I'm good. I know well, I'm going to well, go see it. I'm not watching any more Star Wars stuff because I'm like, eh, like I want to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, same. And also, I don't have much faith in J.J. Abrams, so I'm not haven't got high expectations for Star Wars like a lot of other people have, unfortunately. I'm just excited. Yeah. Did you see Star Wars and Starkness and uh, Star Trek and Starkness and Star, Star Wars before that? <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, so, what should we have take us out this week? What could we? What could we shout? Uh, uh, uh. Look out! It's Van Helsing. There you go. Uh, we'll get our guests to shout. We should, all, we should also shout Tommy Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Ready? Three, two, one. Tommy, oh, Tommy Hitler! Hitler. There he is. Goodbye. Hi. 
Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!